Journeyman Chronicles. Ladies and gentlemen, you know what time it is. It is time for the Journeyman Chronicles. That's right. How'd you guess it? Probably because you're listening to the episode right now. Chances are you knew what the fuck you were going to listen to. And I just am making things up as I go along. Don't mind me. I'm just finding different ways to open up the show. Here's another one. My check one, two, my check one, two. My check one, two, my check one, two. I've got my three-year-old walking around the house now saying my check one, two, my check one, two, because this podcast has me saying that so many times in one week. So I've created a little podcast monster. You're welcome. A beautiful little podcast monster. I love my daughter. I love all my kids. See how I just covered all my bases right there? How are you doing? How was your weekend? How was your week? Wrapping up on a, on a Sunday evening and we're getting ready to start Monday morning. A lot of people like Mondays. A lot of people don't. I'm kind of indifferent. It is what it is. What are you going to do? I guess I'd be in a better mood, but I got to be honest with you. It's... It's fantasy football this year. I suck at it, and I run the damn league. I'm the proud owner of a stellar record of 1-9. I'd say holler at your boy, but no, don't holler at me. Don't at me either. Just leave me be. A lot of people listened to the episode last week. They appreciated, uh, you know, the story that my wife and I shared. A lot of people knew it. A lot of people didn't. Uh, A lot of people enjoyed the Amazon review segment that I threw out there in the beginning. It's not even like something I made up. We honestly do that shit. Maybe do corny things like that, you know. But I like, (laughs) I like reading the reviews. Some people just crack me up. But anyway, the funny thing is, is that I, I thought I could cancel those boots, and it turns out that I can't. Amazon emailed me back and they were like, nah, chill fam, you go and get these boots. So I got them. Anyway, what are you going to do? Let's get started with this week's episode. Episode 11 of the Journeyman Chronicles follows Mr. Marquise Lupton. I got to meet him uh, the day that I interviewed him. This is the first interview that I've done uh, where I, I did not know uh, the person that I was interviewing. I've been lucky enough to start this podcast now for the past two months interviewing people that i know but this was the first time that uh my wife uh uh, went to school with marquise and she said hey i think this guy is somebody you want to talk to and she was right and i'm glad she did because marquise is doing big things he is the ceo and owner of the cultured professional tcp which is an online podcasting and media network and they've got a lot of great content on there Every morning they've got the news. Uh, But here's the thing is that uh, the culture professional is helping us see black and brown people on a whole different view than what you see on the news all the time. Because nine out of ten times the negative imagery that gets pushed mostly through social media and media as a whole doesn't help black and brown people because there's a lot of great things great stories that are out there that don't get covered Uh, and this is one of the beefs that marquise had and this is something that he sat with me and talked about and he's taking it upon himself along with his wife whitney and the crew that they got at the culture professional and they're bringing great content onto the tv on your uh cell phones They got apps. They want you to see what they're doing. They want you to see other stories, hear about other stories. Why not? Ah, man, listen, there's so much more. I hope you enjoy this interview because Marquise is just a ball of positive energy. Uh, When I met him, I knew we were going to have a great interview, and we did. He was gracious enough to give me an hour of his time. So here we go right now. Episode number 11, The Journeyman Chronicles. Marquis Lupton. So here we are. My wife was like, I know a guy and, <laughs> and I, I'm, I'm looking at everything that you're doing. And I'm like, dude, you got a lot. 
Thank you. First and foremost, how do I say this? Uh, allow me to take the shoes of the listener because, like I said, I'm going to learn as we go along, which is the gist of the, the podcast. Yes, is, sir. I've got some questions that I, and I, and I looked you up, mm-hmm. but I know there's going to be a lot that I don't know. And as we go along, there's going to be more questions that are probably going to pop into my head. Cool. I'm an open book. Um, it seems to me that community is huge. Yes, absolutely. Marquise Lupton loves his community. Yes. Talk to me about where this passion of yours, how it started mm-hmm. uh, and how it is involved in your life to this day. Um, well, it it started with my parents. Um, growing up, we, we were members of Brightside Baptist Church. OK. Um, and and my parents, especially my mom. Um, really, really got got involved. My mom started this program called the Rites of Passage program. My mom um, started on this um, dance group called the Lancaster City Dance Group. Okay. Um, my mom <laughs> started this uh, uh, Black History Bowl. Okay. You know what I mean? So you see a trend. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so so my mom uh, really got involved uh, with with a whole bunch of stuff um, and, and really started a whole b- bunch of stuff. And then um, my dad supported at the beginning. And then and then later on, um, he started men's group and, and everything like that. And and I just I just always saw that, you know, um, and, and that's where I met a lot of my my childhood friends, uh, a, a lot of my friends that I call brother to this day. So, I mean, community was always special to me because one um, my family's not from here. You know, my parents came here by way of of college. My dad's from Philly. My mom's from um, Bethlehem, PA. So so coming here, it was just me, my mom, my dad yeah. and my sister. So, um, so so the closest family member was an hour and a half away. So I, I had to, you know, connect with community and, and connect with the members in the community um, to, to, to feel like family. You know, and that's that's exactly what I did. And then it just really stuck throughout the years. Um, when I went to Shippensburg for uh, for for my undergrad, I joined Kappa Alpha Psi Fraternity Incorporated. OK. Um, and, and from there, we did a whole bunch of community work in Carlisle, Chambersburg, Harrisburg, you know. Um, so the community work just kept on kept yeah, on going. Yeah. And, and then when I went to uh, Morgan State down in Baltimore. You know, same thing with that fraternity down there really got entrenched with uh, with community. And the interesting thing about um, Morgan State is that uh, with a, a lot of their majors and everything, they they connect a community aspect to it. Oh, OK, so then that's when I first got introduced to like community journalism. OK, OK. And and that that's that's kind of where, you know, everything um, be because I I <laughs> I kind of started uh, um, a, a business back then called. SOS. It was um, um, saving ourselves, uh, and and it was like uh, uh, I wanted to connect social services and and media and and how media can like bridge the gap between social services. Um, okay, and, I got you now. And you know, um, never went beyond a business card, but uh, that was that was the start of everything. You're born and raised in Lancaster. Mm-hmm. You had brought up. Uh, social services and media mm-hmm. and when i'm looking at what you're doing there's a lot of you're, you're heavily involved in not only uh media content but uh the portrayal of black and brown people through media yes which is everything i'm seeing i'm like i i see the significance of that was that always like i mean when it comes to journalism and it mm-hmm. comes to forgive me i'm trying to uh, you were a news reporter mm-hmm. okay so when when did this passion for that was that always at a young age you wanted to get involved with media and, and or is it just as you went to college through Shippensburg and Morgantown that's when it finally <laughs> well um your wife will probably tell you I was I I, I was like <laughs> I was a ham in school you know <laughs> so um so the fact that I I I went into um on TV um is probably no surprise to anybody um except the fact that. I stutter, you know, oh, really? um, oh, oh my gosh. When I was younger, it was, it was worse. You know, I couldn't get through a sentence without, uh, gotcha. stuttering, you know? Um, so that was kind of the, um, kind of like the first obstacle mm-hmm. that I knew. Um, and I was like, okay, you know what? I can do this. If, if I can stop myself 
from stuttering. Yeah. You know, um, then it's going to sound cliche. You know, I can do anything. No, yeah. But, um, but yeah, um, TV, it, it just, it just seemed natural. Now, the connection to what I'm doing now, it's it's going through the process, going through the rigmarole of being a news reporter. Um, your hands are really tied being okay. a news reporter. And and my thing was when I got in, you know, I, I took this whole activist role. You know, I'm going to give a voice to the voiceless and sure. cover the stories that don't get yeah. covered. Right. And like, you know, no more mug shots because that was my thing. Mm. You know, uh, my yeah, mom yeah. and I. Would we, we we would always watch the five o'clock news WGAL mm-hmm. um, and would just constantly see mugshot after mugshot after mugshot and and they look like us mm-hmm. you know they look like you they look like me um, and and when I got into the industry I was like I'm not going to do that right you know that's not going to be me and what you find yourself doing is fighting against a system that made its money off of that and then you as a singular entity to go in there and say no we're not doing this you know especially when you don't have no power especially when you're the new guy yeah especially when you're the only person of color in the newsroom sure okay yeah your voice isn't as strong you know and 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 then this is what they like to do oh uh, marquis is just an angry black man today yeah you know and, and 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 then they minimize um, and 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 try to uh, try try to take away from what you're talking about and what you want to do. Yeah, you know. Um, I I remember. I, I will never forget this. Um, I was a news reporter in. Um, this was when I was in New Jersey uh, on NBC station in, in New Jersey, and I was on the beat. Um, in Camden, and there was this lady that um stopped me and was like, "I don't feel safe in my neighborhood anymore because of you." Mm. And, and, and I'm thinking that you know me. Meaning like, you know, NBC, you know, and, and, and I'm like, I'm sorry, did we report something bad? And she was like, no, not we, you, Marquis Lupton, and the way that you report on my neighborhood, I don't feel safe anymore. And it's just like, wow, you know, those uh, three paragraphs that you write, those seven sound bites that you put into your uh, um, package, that little two minutes, you know, that you may think is harmless has affected somebody in that neighborhood mm-hmm. somebody changed their life because how you report and and at, at that time i'm so you know journal journal 101 right I'm, I'm just doing my job doing what i do you know i don't think about the impact do the story get done with the story and move on to the next one gotcha and that's how the industry is sometimes you're tasked with five to six stories a day so naturally you can't get into all of the details and chase the leads and everything, right. call sources. Sometimes you just got to scratch the surface and that's it. Moving. Yeah. And unfortunately, you know, um, especially when you add in uh, social media and everything because of advertisers, they want to see clicks, likes, and shares. What's going to get the most clicks, likes, and shares? You know, my mugshot right. and so forth and so on. It's like... Um when when you said the system is already it's the system is built the way that it is it's like a mouse wheel that you kind of find yourself i'm assuming yes you're like i'm trying to make a difference but i'm i'm in i'm in this mouse wheel is that where you decided because when i'm looking at what you're doing it's almost like you've decided well then i'm going to take a step back and recalibrate and do this my way. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so then I, I see TCP, the cultured professional, which mm-hmm. I fucking love. <laughs> Thank you. The cultured <laughs> professional. <laughs> Thank that, you. Uh, you know, one of the things that I, when I met my wife uh, you know, and I fell in love with her, I said, you're so cultured. <laughs> We're cultured. I love yes. that. So uh, talk to me about TCP. Talk to me, first of all, where did the name come from? How did you uh, decide on the cultured professional? Uh, the name um, uh, came from, all right, so... Uh, I got out of the news biz. Okay. Um, and and that that's a whole story in itself because um, the NBC uh, station in Philly um, bought out the NBC station in Jersey where I was at. And they promised us all jobs. Sure. And we all stayed. We didn't jump ship or anything like that. And they didn't take anybody. Wow. You know, so um, and and I, I was like my my dream was to always do the news in Philly. 
you okay. know, always wanted to do the news in Philly. So, um, so I, I was Philly? like, Is that your father's from Philly? Yeah, 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 my um, and and I always, I always love Philly. And yeah. every time um, we would visit family in Philly, I just felt this connection. Okay. So it, it was like I had a whole plan. You know, I, I was going to graduate college, uh, start off in some podunk town, and then go to WGAL, and then go to um, WPVI Channel Six in sure. Philly. That was my plan. Sure. Ha. <laughs> <laughs> Plan. Yeah, yeah. We all got them. <laughs> That's where they beginning in. <laughs> so um, yeah, I'm in Philly, and and I'm doing a bunch of freelance work um, because I know how to work a camera, you know. Um, and my frat brother at that time was was starting a company, LITM, uh, which stood for Living in the Moment, and and he needed a communication manager. Um, to write proposals and like get get um ad dollars sponsor on gotcha. dollars and everything and um and and he said that look just like me he hated the word urban mm-hmm. you know but we had to appeal to these advertisers on, on on the kind of nightlife that he was creating and his target audience okay so like we're going back and forth you know and he comes up with you know what let's they're professionals you know, and and they they've been around the way, so they're cultured. So let's just call them cultured professionals. Mm. So then, as I'm as I'm writing these ads and 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 marketing um, um proposals and everything, like I I probably wrote um culture professional over over twenty thousand times. Sure. You know, and and that that name just Stuck always in. just always stuck. Gotcha. So um um uh, fast forward what um seven years a- after that, I move I move back home. And one of the first things that I want to do is want to start a podcast. Yeah. You know, did all these uh, uh, odd jobs in uh, um, Philly trying to get my footing in, in Philly. I uh, really couldn't, you know, um, tried to start a production company and everything. Gotcha. Um, really, really couldn't. Um, so moved back home and, and, and I was like, you know, I'm going to start a podcast. I started teaching at YTI. And and um, little by little, you know, I wasn't making too much at that time. Um, so it, it, it was like I told my wife, I was like, each paycheck that I get, I'm going to buy one thing. Right. Just to keep me motivated. Yep, yep, yep. You know, so so um, the first thing that I bought was the microphone. Then I bought the microphone stand just so that I can, you yep. know, see it. Then I bought the XLR cord and everything. Then it was like, OK, you know. Um, I'm going to get the soundboard now, you know, um, and and from there, I solicited my best friend, um, Brandon Way, and and was like, look, man, let's do this. You know, uh, he 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 wanted to do stuff sports wise. And then um, and then he he knew that I had a journalism background. OK, uh, so so we got into it. And and about three podcasts later, uh, three episodes later, he was he's like, look, man, what should we call this thing? Um, because he had a show, I had a show. We were um, airing out of uh, Brightside Opportunity Center, um, and, and he was like, "We have something here. What should we call it?" And that name, Culture Professional, just always, yeah. o- always stood out. Um, and and I'm a sucker for acronyms. Okay, you, you know? yeah. So, it's, but it's so good. <laughs> it is. Thank it's you. So good. It's like uh, TCP. It's like rolls off the tongue. Yeah. <laughs> And it's just like I said, the name and, and and you're right. The you know, when you've got a good catchy name, I don't like this. I don't want to make it sound gimmicky, but no. that's part of the hustle. Is yes. I need something that catches people's attention. That I don't. I don't want to go crazy, overthinking it. Right. Uh, and the culture professional, and it's so awesome what you're fucking doing, dude. I mean, thank uh, you. And and I'm just getting hip to it. Now, I, I do recall seeing a video clip a couple years back when Alexandra said, hey, you know, uh, check out Marquise. And I'm looking, I'm going, TCP, I fucking saw this somewhere before. I'm trying to catch up and I'm watching your every morning. Yes. You're, you're, you're doing the thing. Yes. Talk to me about the crew that you've got working with you, the family. Oh, because I have to I have to imagine. I know your wife is doing this yes. with you. Mm-hmm. Do you, you have any other, any other family members or is it just all friends that you consider family? Yeah. What's, what's the deal? Yeah, uh, it's um, uh, all right. So um, TCP <clears throat> at the at the height of TCP, um, we had we had 15 shows. Uh, we had 43 volunteers. Um, so 
So from there, um, stuff started to dwindle down um, sure. and everything. Thank God it did. Um, and and what the morning show is, uh, the morning show is is all the personalities that really spearheaded their their um, podcast early on. For myself, it, okay. it was uh, hip hop and politics. Uh, for Sarge, it was King's Court. Um, for for Taekwon, it was um, Tenth Floor, and for Whitney, it was the Word. Okay. Um, and and everybody everybody served as a producer as well. Um, when we first started TCP and, and like um uh, switched up our our equipment and everything like that, if you wanted to join, you had to be trained to be a producer. Okay, I like that. So that you can contribute. Sure. Before you start, you know. Being in, in front of the camera. Yeah. You know, so um, so everybody that's a part of the morning show also served as a producer. Okay. You know, so so we, we just had the right the right connection of people. And then we started it a week after no 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 two weeks after the shutdown. Oh really? Yeah, we, we because we realized like, all right, um at that time we were recording out of Christmas Addicts and and they shut everything down. And and we were like, OK, well, everybody's going to be home and everybody's going to be scrolling. There's no new movies coming out, no yeah. new TV shows. You're right. Yeah. So people are going to want something new, fresh every day. So we were like, OK, well, you know what? Let's start Mondays and Wednesdays uh, with a morning show so people can wake up, wake up to us mm -hmm. and then we'll just push it for the rest of the day and come to find out, you know, that's that's really what people wanted you know um uh, folks aren't fatigued from the news um that, that's what the industry would like would like you to think uh they're just tired of the way that it's delivered yeah absolutely you know if like like people they're not tired of information you know n nobody's going to say oh stop giving me information right you know uh they're just tired of of okay i'm tired of seeing a burning building give me something more um I, i'm tired of seeing you know this place got robbed. That place got robbed. Give give me as the viewer something more. There's you know, so much more. Exactly. Statistically, um, when when you look at the newscast, the newscast drops by fifty percent after the weather. Mm. Wow. So people are done with it. They check out. Yeah. People are done. I look at my weather and and that's that. I can't even remember how many times I've told my wife. Turn that off. It depresses me. Right. <laughs> right. But, you know, it's just, listen, I, I try and I and I'm I, I pay attention as much as I can. Um, I always I feel like I'm very observant, but I always know I can continue to, to learn more. Mm. But there's times where I'm just like, fuck, I've seen this story right. three times in 45 minutes. Right. One way or another. And the spin. I get what's going on. Yep. But can we get something else? Like you just said. I want to see something else. There's got to be a lot more going on. I right. want to see. I get it. This is newsworthy. This right. and the third. But like you said, the mugshots, the burning buildings, the negative portrayal, yep. the sadness, the yes. depression. Yep. And it is. It, 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 it. They want a certain type of information broadcasted 24-7. That fuels you, I'm sure. Oh, oh, yes. I mean, that. I, just, just upon meeting you, I felt the positivity oh well thank you so, and, 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 no and, and that's the whole point of the podcast and mm -hmm. i want people to know that like uh i believe in surrounding yourself with like-minded people when i when i see what you're doing like marquise is surrounding himself with like-minded people yes um, yes sir and and you're being true to it when i when i hear you guys do the morning news you're having fun doing it but it's being delivered yes factual Yes, absolutely. Um, talk to me about what is it that, like, are you the type of person that looks ahead? Or are you just saying, you know what, let's just keep putting one foot in front of the other and keep this going and see where it goes? Um, I'm, I'm, I'm always thinking ahead. Yeah. Um, um, you know. Even though plans don't work out, I, <laughs> it's, it's always yeah. I it's always good to have a plan, yeah. But you never, yeah, yeah. You know, um. So so what um what I'm looking forward to I'm I'm looking forward to TCP in the morning, um being on a a larger platform. Um, we started making some um phone calls and and pitches um to to some places that typically don't have um black and brown representation um specifically talking about pbs um okay. i would i would love for tcp in the morning 
um, to be PBS's, you know, premier morning show on their app. Um, be, because more of us millennials, we have moved beyond TV um, or, yeah. or, or we have TV and. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so so with that, um, you hit the new market. You hit millennials. You know, if you have 10 of us in a room and we take a poll, how many of you have the PBS app? Mm. How many people yeah. are going to raise their hand? Right. And, and then out of those people that raise their hand, do you have the PBS app for yourself? Or for your children, <laughs> right. you know. That's the first thing I right. thought. I right, think I had it for my kids. <laughs> right, me too. You know, so um, so so to really take take that because um, um, public media, public media, that is going to be where um, TCP is able to exist. Um, where where we're not um bound down by corporate dollars because as a news reporter, I've had stories killed. Because, oh, that's an advertiser. Oh, really? You know, oh, that's a sponsor. You can't say that. You know, we can't run this story. You mm. know, um, and, and this, is, this isn't your big CNN, right. your, your, your big MSNBC or anything like that. This is your local news affiliate. You know, so, so this, this, that kind of stuff happens on, 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 on that kind of level. So, um, so with public dollars, with public media, they're not bound to the same... Um, expectations because really the public makes the rules um pbs has a community action board and it's a board of community members that that run uh um, pbs alongside their regular board but but it's a community type thing and that that just speaks to me you you know um i see opportunity there i see innovation there and and i see an opportunity for for growth because now it's not just me you know, um, we can we can start off with uh, TCP in the morning and then we can treat this like like the rap game. You know, we will start off with 50 and then the rest of G unit yeah. comes in. Yeah, absolutely. You know, so so that's that's what I, I really ultimately would would just love if if PBS um, um, along with the PBS in Delaware, MPT in Maryland. And then um, uh, PBS in in Jersey. If um, if if they all would would have a, for lack of better terms, um, Tyler Perry type deal. Sure. With myself. Okay. Um. So then they're they're allocating on uh, specific dollars for for on uh, TCP or for the people associated with TCP to make a specific amount of of content geared towards black and brown people. Right. Um, for lack of better terms, you know, be like their be like their Fox soul, you know, the yeah. PBS soul, yeah. Yeah. you know, um, but to have that representation because it's it's not there yet with both the millennials and with diversity. So really see opportunity there when you have something like this on your plate and you and your the gear, gears are turning. Uh, we don't see that in the spectrum that you're talking about, just like you alluded to. But there are other examples bigger examples where you are seeing it you brought up tyler perry mm -hmm. um and so is is he an inspiration of yours who are the people that are inspiring you in oh, today? Man. um tyler perry um uh, of course um byron allen byron allen is is like the the premier person uh that i follow and and, and also this may sound um uh, funny but um master p and um okay yeah and the rizza you know, like like these are these are men that that used, you know, what they have yeah. around them um, to shed a light on certain things and, and then increased um, and increased their platform, you know, um, and they all have a community aspect. You know, the RZA did it with eight other people. Sure. Couldn't imagine, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah, yes, it is. Oh my God! And then, um, and, and then even Tyler Perry, like Tyler Perry, the group of people, like Mr. Brown and Tamla Man, these are people that were rock, rocking out with him when he was on the Chitlin Chitlin um, um chain with his uh Medea plays. Yeah, you know, with the audio going in and out, you know. So, so um, those examples right there. Not that I want to be um, billionaire status, you know. I just want to um, a create a a space and, and and apparatus for Black and Brown people to tell their stories. 
um, for us to tell our stories our way. Right. Um, and, and and then B, I, I want the community to be uh, seen and reflected in, in a positive light. Like the way that people would talk about Lancaster City and, and even to this day, some people, not so much now because it's justification. Right, but, right. But the way that they used to talk about Lancaster City, you would think that it was the Wild Wild West. Oh, yeah. Even, well, even to this day sometimes there's people that make these comments and i'm like yeah. have you been there? <laughs> like, I mean, right it's it's like, i can tell you're not from any city the right way you talk about lancaster city it's you're, you're right i have a personal love and appreciation for lancaster city mm -hmm. seeing where where it's going compared to where it was 25 years ago it's it's inspiring yeah do you look at what's going on right now in lancaster city and you're like this is an opportunity to put what I want into motion because there's all eyes now mm -hmm. are on what I mean, Lancaster's becoming like a, a little what a little New Yorker. Yeah, little. yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, this is um, uh, one of my mentors um, uh, uh, said, you you won't know when it is, but you'll feel it yeah. when when hustle meets opportunity. And and that's that's like um like last year. Last year is when hustle met opportunity. TCP uh, last year to that point um, has been going three years strong. Um, Congratulations! Uh, th thank you. That's great. Uh, and um and this was right before uh, the George Floyd um not so much riots because they weren't riots here demonstrations. Sure. Um and and people people knew who we were. You know knew what we did. And then when we were there for majority of the demonstrations and and the presentation that we did and the news coverage and, and everything that really propelled us into a new space, um, because now we, we we just weren't those podcast people. We became a trusted news source ah. to the point that ABC was calling and using our footage, mm. NBC calling, using our footage. We even um, we didn't get um, um, get a, a nomination, but we submitted our footage to the Emmy board. OK, um, um, we had a, a 20 minute mini documentary outlining all the stuff that happened uh, here here in Lancaster during that time. Wow. Um, and that's so cool. Thank you. Thank that's you. So cool, man. Go and, ahead, I'm sorry. And, and that's oh, that's all right. And, and that's when we were looked at as, OK, they're not just, you know, people talking a ish on air yeah, right this is an actual respected respected news source um to the point that we are we are a source for some of the networks out there and the newspaper how do you how do you how does this uh, uh forgive me i'm just i'm naive in this when they want to use your footage is that like are you right away like absolutely or is there more like uh we need to make sure they don't try to cut this up i mean i'm sure there's some story or do you just how does that work um i just i'm not just i just say it you, yeah, okay, yeah yeah because i mean i've i've been on the other side okay fair enough so so like when when people say like oh well no or or uh what are you gonna do with it or uh give me 50 dollars sure. you know it's like no i can get this free from somebody else okay. there was yeah 80 people down there with cameras with with cell phones you know you know so so like it's it's yeah, I, I've been on the other side, so I just try to make it as easy as possible because I know the person on the other side, they're just trying to do their job. You know, there I know that the producer, assignment editor told them to go down there for whatever reason. They didn't get all of the footage that they needed and they're using us as a as a source. And you're building mm -hmm. relationships. A absolutely. So yeah. You alluded earlier when we started talking about how. When you first got involved, you wanted to make a difference mm -hmm. and you were hit with a, a cold reality check that it's not as easy as you thought it was going to be or as clean because of the red tape, because of the politics, because mm -hmm. of the, the hidden agendas and so forth. Uh, now that you are where you are, are do you are you finding yourself wanting to okay now i want to get back into doing that or or is it no no i'm done yeah i'm done um be, because i'm noticing um the impact that that i'm making on the local industry uh, okay um be, because of what we do um i notice lancaster newspaper um they're doing a little bit more positive stories um on on black and brown people 
Um, since we've been doing TCP, they started a um, a a internship fellowship where they take a local student of color, invite them in, and and, and pay them for this semester for their work. Very good. Um, we noticed that WGAL uh, has been doing more stories on our local artists, even like some newspaper doing more stories on on, on our local uh, um, artists, whether it's poetry. Whether it's hip hop, whether it's dancing, we're seeing now um, them becoming more ingratiated uh, with the community, you know. Um, and and we like to pat ourselves on Absolutely. the back. Absolutely, they feel the push. And and exactly, exactly, you know. So I couldn't have done that, you know, being a employee mm. of of the newspaper of of um, the TV station, you know. And and that wasn't even my goal or point. You know, I just wanted us to have a voice because I know that we don't have one, you know, and it, and, and it was just so, so frustrating, you know, to be in an industry where you have one of the largest microphones in the area, but you can't use it mm. like you want to. Mm. You know, that's 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 devastating. You're um, calling audibles and you're trying to say, OK, well, if I can't go through the door this way. And I'm I'm gonna make my own path around the back. And you're right. doing, like I said, I I encourage everybody who's listening right now, the cultured professional. You're on Facebook. You're on Instagram. Uh, they go live. Are you going live every morning, or is it just Monday and Wednesday still? Um, no, it it is. Um, it's Monday Monday through Thursday. Okay. Um, every, every Monday through Thursday, eight a.m. to ten a.m. Okay. Um, and then and then we have evening shows that come on as well. Um, okay. we, we have, uh, reset with, with pastor Sherry that comes on, on Thursdays. We have our, our specials, um, TCP talks that comes on, on Wednesdays once a month. Um, we also have, have coming on at the end of this month, um, the Mary experience with, which is a, um, husband and wife, um, millennials that, that have been married for 17 years, have been together for 20 years. Okay. And, and, and they talk about, uh, their, life experience and, and and how to deal with um being being married under 40 you know and and what we have to deal with versus what our parents had to deal with and and they have interviews and 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 have like um games that they do to like to like enrich communication um between marriage um one thing that 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 I really wanted TCP to do is that um uh, we want to utilize um community members and and turn them into journalists okay so that that community member can feel empowered and people also they know that community member they like that community member they trust that community member you know like we're not doing brain surgery here anybody yeah. can be a journalist with the right type of training sure so is that what you're off you're offering training or? yes okay wow and 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 we have um on the other side of things, um, we have a, a nonprofit called Positive Media Academy, and and with that we we teach kids uh, from first to ninth grade. Um, we teach them about media. Okay. Uh, we we teach we teach them about blogging. We teach them about news gathering. We teach them how to make a video go viral. You know, it's not by accident. Like right. there's there's a formula to it. Right. You know, uh, we tell them. Um, we have a whole lesson about before you hit send, you know, whether it's your Snapchat, whether it's your Twitter, whether it's your IG, this is going to follow you yeah. for the rest of your life. Pay attention to a lot of athletes. Right. That happens all the time. All the time. Yeah. You know, so so our, our thing is education, education, education. Also, um, to get black and brown kids interested in the news, because if we can get them interested in the news then all of that stuff with the mug shots and, and everything. Changes. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. That's so cool. You're starting young and you get that's that's really what you have to do. And it makes sense when you when you break it down like that. Mm -hmm. You had brought up uh millennials that were married or together for seventeen plus years and we taught you had mentioned marriage. Your wife's name, forgive me, is Whitney. Yes. You you and your wife, she's she's in this with you. Is this mm -hmm. something that she um, you said that she also had her own podcast. Yep. Talk to me about everything that you're doing and how busy you are 
because <laughs> I know you. I mean, I, I know I know I'm busy, but then I see what you're doing. And I'm like, this man is busy, but you're maintaining it. And, mm-hmm. and talk to me about the the schedule and the family life, if you don't mind, and oh, yeah, how you and your all. wife uh, manage and maintain it. Oh well, this this thing don't happen without her. There you go. <laughs> it you it. Go. Uh, I mean, be, be, because like like um um because I'm I'm taking on um the A stuff. Um, I don't have, I don't have, um, I don't have the time, you know, to pay attention to the B and C stuff. Fair enough. And the B and C stuff is just as important, yeah. if not more important than the A stuff. Like for instance, she does the marketing, uh, she does the social media posting. You know, my, my, my wife changed her whole everything because of TCP. Mm. Um, talking about so- social services, uh, she graduated from Millersville with her um, on bachelor's degree in social work. You know, she was working for children and youth. You know, she uh, she she then got out of it to start doing marketing for TCP. Went back to school, um, got her master's degree in, in in marketing, digital marketing to be specific, and and she just took took control of it. And cool. we would not be where we are at today. Without that, because there are people will go into um, um, rooms with potential advertisers and they praise us because of the social media presence. They praise us because of how a flyer looks or, or, or how consistent we are with um, our, our messaging and marketing. That's her. You know that um, um, our emailing list. I wasn't thinking about no emailing list like she was trying to get an emailing list at the beginning. Wow. And I told her no for like the first year. <laughs> like, no, we don't need it. We don't need it. You, you know, but but she is she is on it. Um, she is in tune. And I mean, she she's a star. You know, it's it is really good to see her um in in her element because I really feel like uh this is this is what she was supposed to do. And it's not like this was like an overnight thing, you know. Um Years ago, living in our um, apartment in Jersey, we would we would practice, okay. you know, um, and, and, and I would have little videos and and she would work on her camera presence. OK, you know, because she was like, you know, one day I would like to try this. It, yeah. it, 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 it looks fun, you know, but but I, I don't want to look stupid when I go on air. So so like this is something that she really practiced and, and we communicated um, about for for years. Um, so then when, um, when her job at at the science factory, uh, ended because of COVID, um, she just, it it was just seamless and, and I mean, revenue, revenue picked up like that. Um, and, and yeah, this, this, this clock don't tick without her. It's like the strength of a woman just keeps everything in order. Yes. And I I think when you're, uh, I, I feel like as a man, when you mature enough and you get to the point where you, you can admit that and be proud of that. I oh, say yes. that all the time about that. I just told my wife that I said, baby, I, you make this house look so fucking cool. <laughs> like she just, she, she comes home from work and she tackles it. Mm. And I, you know, I try to do as much as I can. Uh, and I'm like, I, I just, I'm so grateful. So I completely understand uh, the, you know, and that's, I think that's cool of you to uh, admit that because you don't see that very often. I think, as like I said, when we get older as men, it's cool to be vulnerable enough to say I, I can't do this without right without her. And if um and, and if I can be even more um vulnerable, sure. Um, I don't want people to think that um it's easy. There you go. <laughs> because Lord. <laughs> yeah, yeah, everybody's got those beautiful Instagram photos. All their couple photos. Right, right. It's not there's a lot of dark days. <laughs> right. And and like I mean like like especially um when you are in business with your spouse. Okay, yeah. You know, like like it gets to um, um, a, a point where, like, you have to sometimes when, you know, the, the conversation is beginning to escalate mm-hmm. uh, sure. a, a little bit, it, 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 it's like we have to stop ourselves like, okay, hold on. 
Is this a marriage thing? Yeah, it's like, are you bringing work home? Like, how do you do that? Are you like, okay, look, we're because you're you're in this together. It's very you're very passionate about it, right. both of you. So, is there a point where you're like, we turn that off? Yeah, is, yeah, is yeah. This? We um we we gave ourselves um a work schedule. Oh, okay. Um, cool. a traditional work schedule. Um, seven to three thirty. And and at three thirty, we clock out at, at the studio, go pick up the girls from after school care, cool. and and we go home and and at least at least that first hour is just family time. Cool. If if there's anything that, that that I have to bring home from the office, any like editing or anything like that, or if I have to send out any last minute emails, that doesn't happen until after five. Okay. You know, so so then we can kind of break it up like a traditional type type workday. Yeah. Um. Be, because in, in in this entrepreneurial world, like you can find yourself working twenty four hours. You know. Um. And and you have to set those hard boundaries. Like that's one thing that I really do miss about um a traditional job is that there there was a hard separation. Sure. You know. Um. It it really doesn't come home with you. Um, and, and if it comes home with you, the whole entire business doesn't come home with you. Right. You know, um, um, so so but having a wife um, share that burden, um, it it helps. It really it really, really, really does help. I think it's cool that that you took initiative, both of you actually, to break it up. Then that's discipline, mm. um, which is a pillar and i th i feel that discipline is a pillar in uh, relationships and family you have to be disciplined i i know when i come home from work i don't typically bring anything that i'm dealing with home mm -hmm. with me uh i have a really boring job so that that, that helps <laughs> uh, and my kids say how was how was work dad and i'm like hey, work was work i you mm -hmm. know but then i find myself like well maybe i should you know be talking about it with the kids and no 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 i i like to leave it at work and the same thing goes for work i'm sure when you're at work whatever we're dealing with at home can we leave that at home yeah. congratulations because like i said and and i know i only see what's posted oh yeah you're, you're busy <laughs> you're busy you got your hands full brother i appreciate you taking the time i know oh, you're yeah. busy coming out um hopefully we can we can keep in touch and oh yeah absolutely man because i I like I like you, man. You seem like a cool cat. Appreciate uh, it. A lot of friends of my wife's I like, and um, you graduated from Catholic. Lancaster yes, I Catholic? did. Yes, I did. Oh, two. Uh, yep, class of two thousand two. Okay, because you must have came in right. I graduated ninety eight from Catholic. Oh man, so um, if you graduated ninety eight, oh, so then I I I just missed right you. Yep. yep, 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 yep. Because um, when when I came to Catholic, um, Testa was a senior, um, not. Know. Not Greg Testa. His Brad Testa was a senior. I don't know if I. I, I, I got to be honest with you. I was such a loner. And I, <laughs> I, I don't. Was, hey, I hey. Um, if it if it wasn't for um, for the resurrection crew. Yeah. Um, like your wife and them. Yeah. I, I would have been more a, a, of a loner. Like my my ninth grade year um at, at Catholic High was terrible. Oh really? Oh my gosh, I hated it. I, I was just come. I was just coming from Wheatland. Yeah. Oh really? You yep. went to Wheatland also? Yep. Yep. Went, 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 I I went to Wheatland when they it was like it was I, still I, junior high. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And then and then they switched my eighth grade years. Okay. So oh, wow. And and that was I was part of the reason why my mom and dad took me out of um on the school district of Lancaster. But but yeah. Um, Alex and her resurrection crew like really made me feel comfortable, you know, and and it really put me in in a vibe with the school so that I was able to do the things that I could do because I was surrounded by my people, you know, and and I'm I'm I'm, I'm thinking about it, you know, I'm, I'm guessing that as well also played a part in and why community means so much mm. um because at, at catholic high we had a minority table you know uh we made sure that we always made space for the new minority to come to on the table are we talking about lunch yeah yeah lunch table you're talking about legit you're breaking bread and you got the tables this is where you're welcome yes okay yeah and um, I remember having that. <laughs> <laughs> I think I was one of like three or 
three Puerto Ricans. <laughs> I remember having that. Yeah, and and it was it it was a sense of community. Yeah, you know that sense of family and and, and everything, and and like it would it would transcend uh, from the lunchroom um, to on the bus to at dances, football games, and everything, even even down to the support for the basketball games. Like I knew I knew that my squad, my family, had my back. You know. Um, and and that 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 just meant so much, especially when you're you're not in a city where you can call up your cousin and say, "Hey, cuz, can I come over?" You can call up your uncle yeah. and everything like that. So, my community was my family. My family was my community. So cool. Thank you. Oh, thank thank you. you. Like I said, I like meeting new people, hearing the journey, and now I feel inspired. I appreciate you sharing your your story with us. Man. Yes, likewise. Marquis Lupton. I encourage everybody. Please. Go check out The Cultured Professional Because it's a fucking dope ass name It's got a lot going on They're doing a lot of good things for the community uh, There's a lot of passionate people involved Go check it out Thank you again man Oh yeah no time It's one of those episodes that I just didn't want to end uh, I could have kept talking to our keys for a little bit longer And maybe one day we can do that I encourage you all though to check out what he's doing the culture professional tcp instagram facebook twitter youtube look it up google them they're doing a lot of great work him his wife whitney everybody else that's involved that's doing their part uh big ups thank you so much for coming on and sharing your story on the journeyman chronicles hope you guys enjoyed it however this journey now must come to an end so that we can prepare for the next one that's life you like that segue that's pretty dope y'all be safe remember maintain focus and stay continuous through all four seasons peace